0: Pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020, now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal, and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Solenti On our podcast this evening, U.S. bond yields inverted, recession coming, Malaysia returns 3,000 tons of plastic, and superfoods are now a billion-dollar business. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Oh, rocky day in the markets over
1: there. Over there in Asia, everything was mixed a little bit, but Europe down over 1%. Here in the States, the Dow down. NASDAQ down, crude oil down, gold up a little bit, and Bitcoin bounced up a bit too. Dow slides more than 200 points as yields fall on worries about economy. The Dow briefly fell, by the way, down more than 400 points as the 10-year Treasury note yield hit its low of the day. The 10-year Treasury note fell to 2.26%, while the three-month Treasury bill yielded 2.36%. That's well above the 10-year rate. Mm-hmm. So what this means, it's a yield curve inversion, and it's seen by traders as a potential sign that recession is on the horizon. But it doesn't always happen. But the big story about this, Doug, go back to your Trends Journal, and this is why you subscribe to your Trends Journal, because just in the last edition, the monthly that just came out, We said the markets have topped, Mm -hmm. and you're seeing it now. The topping pattern is crystal clear. You look at the other things. This has nothing to do with trade wars, but they're going to say it does. Retailers dropped broadly on, you ready, tariff concerns. Abercrombie and Fitch shares plunged more than 26% after the company warned that same store sales could be flat. If tariffs remained unchanged. What? A bunch of.
0: Bullshit level Defcon 5. Not
1: DEF CON 5, that's DEF CON 1. People aren't buying this stuff. It's a dying brand. It's had its day. It hasn't reinvigorated to a new level. And another thing that tariffs and trade wars are doing, mm-hmm. you know, dick sporting goods. Yes. Well, they're not doing sporting anymore because their sales fell 5.9%. So again, Just total BS, has nothing to do with tariffs. It has to do with the people not having enough money to spend. Rising U.S. oil supply fuels fears of new glut. So we're looking at oil prices. They're locked in this this position now. Rising inventories have powered an 11% drop on oil since prices hit a nearly six-month high in late April. So the United States is producing a lot more, even though they're cutting back in the Middle East with OPEC, and Venezuela, of course, having their problems, and Iran. Well,
0: you know, I filled my tank up today with economy gas, two we're just a penny away from that. And you said if we go over $3- $3, Well, $3 is going to start hurting again, you're seeing it in the retail sales. Mm-hmm. What goes into
1: the gas tank doesn't go into the cash register, end of story. Real-time economics, investors worry expansion is nearing an end, headline story today. An old story, because it's in your Trends Journal, we said this was going to happen because those tax cuts that Trump gave last year are wearing off. We said that earnings have basically peaked. It's in your Trends Journal. And corporations were biggest buyers of stocks during the bull market, as we've noted many times. But guess what? Now they're selling. Mm -hmm. The markets have peaked. One thing after another, because people are now getting more risky. Risky municipal bonds keep up hot streak. Investors seeking yields are piling into the riskiest corner of the municipal bond market at a pace not seen in a decade. Not seen in a decade, you mean the recession of 08. You got it. Risky because I just told you treasury yields. You're seeing a three-month pay more than a 10-year. You're seeing interest rates. You're not getting any money. Growth in corporate bonds sounds an alarm. Business debt is near a record as a share of the U.S. GDP. And emerging market stocks suffer $3.8 billion outflows in the past week. There's growing concerns of economic worries you're seeing it in the bond yields and you're seeing it in the equity markets around the globe.
0: And if you've been reading the Trends Journal, you would have known this was coming months ago. To subscribe to the Trends Journal, it's easy. Go to Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. Gerald, let's turn to some global news, and that usually starts with war. Interesting headline here, U.S. is heading toward a looming maritime showdown but not with Iran. This is a story about what's going on in the South China Sea. What are they saying there? All right. Well, naval vessels from Japan, the US, India, and the Philippines sailed through the South China Sea in a week long military drill that's always encouraging, aimed at containing China's expanding influence in the region. But there's a <laughs> Let's country, think about yeah. that.
1: China's expanding influence in the region.
0: They're not allowed to
1: expand. That their is their influence. region. It is their <laughs> region. We're way over here. They're way over there. And the reality is, China and India are going to be going at it, and it's a fighting with Philippines over the Spratly Islands and the islands around there, also around Vietnam. But it comes down to business too, because I was in when I was in Philippines. They know that they can't stop the Chinese from taking these islands, so they're trying to make deals with them. But again, why doesn't America mind its own business and stay home?
0: Well, you've mentioned that the business of China's business, the business of U.S. is war. Here's a perfect example. We have a treaty with the Philippines, a mutual defense treaty. It says we'll back them in a war, but yeah. meanwhile, Philippines is doing business with China. Exactly, and they're going to do more and more business. I was there, and China's buying up the Philippines
1: and a lot of other countries as well.
0: All right, well, speaking of war, uh, you know, Lockheed sells a lot of jets. Now Warsaw eyes purchase of Lockheed f 35 Whoa, those F-35s, Poland, right? Yeah,
1: what are you going to do with them? If a war breaks out, it's useless. You, a war with a major country like Russia or anybody else. You know, maybe uh, they should get some, Monte Carlo should buy some of those uh
0: yeah, maybe we should sell how about Portugal? Uh, Luxembourg. Let's come on, let's make some money. Why not? Yeah. Sell I mean, those jets. Yeah, let's sell it. Keep that military
1: industrial complex going. You stupid Poles, <laughs> you're wasting your money. The big guys are selling you out like they always do. Because by the way, it, it, new Millennium Warfare is gonna be very different. Generals are always the fighting the last war and these F-35s, when you read the data about it. They suck, they're a joke, they're a loser, but the guys that are putting it together are the winners.
0: Well, we've got some tensions building all around Asia. Taliban kill over 40 troops and police in Afghanistan. We're still there, right? Yeah, we're still there and and doing great, doing great. Yeah, war that's never gonna end. I say we should never leave. Well, we may never. At any rate, Serbian army on alert now we have tensions in Kosovo. What a surprise. Hey, Bill
1: Clinton, you didn't fix that one grand enough, did you? And here's the thing. You know, Kosovo, Kosovo, they, um, they decided that they were going to leave. We're, we're splitting away. And about 100 nations said it was okay, but about almost a, you know, 95 of them said it wasn't okay, Russia, China being among them. But remember when Crimea had a vote and like 96% of the people said they didn't want to be part of Ukraine anymore. That wasn't acceptable. But they allow this Kosovo thing to go on, which isn't acceptable, obviously, because now it looks like war's going to break out. And also, Bernie Sanders voted for the Kosovo War brought to you by Bill Clinton and the military-industrial complex.
0: Well, and let's turn to Africa, okay? And things aren't too rosy over there either. Algerian university students are blocked by security forces in an anti-government protest. We've been talking about the Uh, fact that some of these, some of the people over there are standing up. This Algerian thing, we've we've been covering this since it began, and it's still a fight going
1: on. The people in power don't want to leave power. End of story, and whether it's in Sudan, Algeria, you know where.
0: Well, Africa doesn't want to be left out of uh, politicians getting in trouble. Ramaphosa in South Africa reappoints scandal-hit party boss as his deputy. It sounds like uh, New York City politics. South African president
1: Ramaphosa was given the go-ahead to reappoint the scandal-hit power broker as his deputy after the ruling African National Congress cleared the way for his confirmation as an MP. (laughs) MPFU. It's one corrupt person after another. And the crime here
0: is this is Nelson Mandela's party. He's got to be turning over in his grave.
1: Yeah, and whether it's there or Romania, they're just throwing that guy in jail too, the former president. So it's corruption everywhere. Name the
0: country, it's corrupt. All right. Well, let's uh, let's have three cheers for pollution because we're good at that. Uh, We talked about yesterday that China is having a huge problem because all those uh, food orders, to-go orders, are in plastic. They don't know what to do with all the plastic. Now Malaysia has taken a stand on plastic waste and returns 3,000 tons of plastic to the countries, including the United States, that sent it over as garbage.
1: They're doing the same thing, by the way, when I was in the Philippines. They're sending back the, the, the plastic and junk to Canada. This is going to be a major issue. There's no end in sight, and it. it's not about banning plastic bags or plastic straw. Just about everything you get is wrapped in plastic. And the pollution levels are uh, astronomical, trying to deal with it. How do you deal with it anymore? Where do you dump it? So this is going to be a major issue. Well, And it's also going to be another push toward alternatives if we have intelligent people ruling the countries, Right. because the alternatives are there. We've got a long... And mo- Remember that movie, The uh, Graduate? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? The 1960s?
0: 1968, yeah.
1: 67. Yeah. Plastics. Yeah. So plastics weren't really big before then. It was
0: just beginning after World War Two. Well, not only are plastics a problem, antibiotics are Washing up on shores around the world. The world's rivers are awash with dangerous levels of antibiotics. A large global study finds the drugs in two-thirds of the test sites in 72 countries. Old news.
1: Trends 2000. I wrote this in 1996. (laughs) The world is awash in wonder drugs. Bacterias become resistant to treatment and worldwide misuse of antibiotics was in the process of destroying their effectiveness on a massive scale. Keeps going on and on and on. We've been talking about the dumping of them, taking of them, and overuse of them.
0: Well, let's not leave Norway out of the party because algae bloom has killed millions of salmon in Norway. Here's what
1: they say. Norway is a dominant producer of farmed salmon and the economic impact of the bloom is significant. Farm salmon. You know, I reported on this when it began Farm f- fish farming back in the early 80s. It was one of the trends I did and even talked to the groups that were doing it when it just began. I don't eat this stuff. Mm. This stuff is it's filled with chemicals, antibiotics, and other other things to kill, algae or whatever. So when you think of Salmon from Norway, you figure, wow, these Norwegians are out there fishing and pulling them in, and you're eating it, and you're not. It's coming from the farm. The only salmon I eat is Alaskan salmon. That's not farm-raised.
0: Farm and look, there, there are many uh, national chain restaurants. You go into their seafood department, and they will tell you which were caught deep-sea fish and which were farmed, and stay away from those farmed fish. Now uh, we uh, let's go to South America, where there's a national strike paralyzing Argentina. A lot of economic problems there, Gerald.
1: Yeah. Well, again, you have this guy Macri that was put in there, who's supposed to be the brilliant businessman that was going to change things around. They have an interest rate of about sixty-five percent. They took fifty-seven billion dollar debt from the international mafia fund. Yep. And their infl- their peso is declining. Inflation's skyrocketing. The point of this being, we talked about whether it's South Africa, whether it's Algeria, whether it's Argentina, there is corruption worldwide and this is another element of the global economic slowdown that is real
0: and doesn't have anything to do with trade. So we have polluted politicians and we have polluted foods. And you were the one who came up with the phrase, clean food, when?
1: 1993, the New York Times did a major story. So I if think.
0: you're reading your trans journal, you'll find the sources where you can find clean food, because it is available if you look
1: hard enough. If you want to stay healthy enough, too. If you believe in eating GMOs and all that other stuff, knock yourself out. But because uh, with me... Whole health healing is the way to go, and clean foods are the way to get there.
0: And coming up on tonight's podcast, we're going to end with a positive story about some superfoods. But first, we have to talk about some more stress levels. More fights are breaking out on commercial air flights, Gerald. Flying has become increasingly a world of the have and have nots. From purchasing a ticket and continuing as passengers boarding to the squished seats in economy versus the plush seats in first class. We're finding more and more stress, anxiety, and fights. In some cases, pilots have to turn the planes around. Well, again, you know, it's uh, you, it's like
1: you were, like in a cattle car. And now with the obesity levels <laughs> skyrocketing worldwide, I mean, it becomes an issue. You know, you're, you're sitting in the middle seat, and you got no room over there. You know, it's... Uh, and again, then you have the wonderful Homeland Security, now it's worldwide, they make getting on the plane miserable to begin with. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, it's, it's uh, and, and first class isn't what it used to be in a lot of ways, and some places it's better than it was. But again, you know, in, when I began flying back in 1974, when I was in the business world, I was flying first class, but also coach, coach wasn't bad, it wasn't a
0: bad trip.
1: You know, but now, foof, you're a sardine uh, in a sardine can. You're like one
0: of these farm fish. flying sardine can. Yeah, like a farm fish in Norway. All right, let's get to the presidential reality show. We don't want to miss out on that. Sanders and Warren slam Assange indictment and the use of the Espionage Act to criminalize journalism
1: little late, aren't they? Bur- Bernie had Lockjaw, both of them not saying hardly anything about it. Now they're saying it because it's more in the media, and the media's coming out against it. So now it's safe to say. But when did Tulsi Gabbard start speaking well, about see, it?
0: our favorite candidate, because she's totally anti-war and against regime change. So I looked this up because the headline implies... That, you know, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were the ones speaking out in favor of Assange. they have been quiet on Assange until the Espionage Act story came up. But meanwhile, I looked it up. Tulsi Gabbard came out last March and said all charges against Assange and Edward Snowden should be dropped. But they didn't
1: put that in the story. Nope. They didn't mention Tulsi Gabbard. You know why? Because they're prostitutes, they get paid to put out, and that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. The only magazine where you will read history before it happens.
0: All right. Well, let's do. Uh, I got two more food stories to end with. One bad news, one good news. We'll start with the bad news. Right. Banned bread. Why does the U.S. allow additives that Europe say are unsafe? Uh, It turns out that in the U.S. they can use chemicals such as optional whiteners. That sounds tasty. An optional whitener. Uh, Why, why that's racist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Potassium bromate and other chemicals that are are potentially very hazardous and could cause cancers. Uh, But meanwhile, we use them here in the U.S. where the FDA allows them. In Europe, they say, no, not allowed. There's a reason. Corporatism. We don't have a government.
1: It's run by the corporations. Grow up! Grow up! They're letting them do anything that they want as long as they make money. Again, goes back to eating clean foods.
0: All right, now let's end with a story because you like to point out how to be an on-trendpreneur. That's right. Well, get into superfoods. Superfoods is a broad term used to market a range of fruits and grains alleged to have health-enhancing properties. Uh, two that have become mainstream are quinoa and kale. And now we have a global quest for breakthroughs in superfoods, people looking at grains in Africa. Uh, it's now a billion dollar business. It's something that uh, we, uh, people should look into. There's some real opportunities aside from keeping bit, yourself it, healthy.
1: It's tiny right now, but it, it ties into that also plant-based foods. People looking for alternatives. And as I keep saying, if nature could feed us, could it heal us? And that's what you're looking at with a lot of these new foods coming out.
0: And we'll be reporting on more superfoods, both here and in the Trends Journal, coming up. Foods that
1: could heal you and that will benefit you rather than eating that junk that's going to kill you.
0: Yeah, and good luck with that Norway uh, farm salmon. That's all (laughs) the time we have for today, but join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020.